0: Another killer Halloween, today on Podcast Megoria. Hello and welcome. Episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm James.
1: And I'm Autumn.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Missed us? It's been a little while.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, a little bit.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, we're finally back in action. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, uh, to talk about a movie that we have been very excited To discuss um, in a little bit more detail and gush over uh, since October.
1: Yeah, ever since we saw it in October, we have been just going, oh my god, we can't wait to do the review of this.
0: We usually don't wait until we have permission from the uh, filmmaker to review a movie, but... uh, This to be a little bit more of a co-op situation, you know, and, uh, you know, a little collab in a way. Uh, and so uh, we're very grateful to uh, the writer and director of this film for giving us the opportunity to uh, rewatch the movie for this review. And that movie is Happy Halloween.
1: Yes. From writer and director... Brittany Greer. Yes,
0: yes. a Friend of the show. Yes, an absolute uh, fantastic friend of the show. Um, we have been so appreciative to have somebody, you know, like, it, we've seen the name Brittany Greer prop, uh, you know, pop up uh, in the likes and comments of episodes in the past and such. And so it, it was just neat to see somebody that likes our show that get an opportunity to present their story um to all the ghouls and goblins of the world and and so it's just it's just it's just fun getting to talk to and meet with and, and see the projects of other horror enthusiasts yes so uh so very excited to finally get around to talking about this now we're going to treat this very much the same as we did the review we did last year for eldritch usa
1: no details at all yeah if- any
0: yeah we're gonna be talking maybe character names uh lightly sprinkle in maybe some plot points but no spoilies uh because i think that everybody just you know as soon as this comes out like uh in a wide audience unless you're in one of the cities that uh, the this movie will be at a film festival then definitely go see it but until mm-hmm. it gets a wider release i don't want to spoil it yeah. Um, because it it is, you know, at the top of the episode I'll go ahead and say, like, this is this is one that's worth watching. For sure. And and I wouldn't want to, you know, there's some twists and turns in the mix and so, um, you know, as any good uh slasher film uh would have. Uh running at a tight hour and thirty six minutes, um yeah. this is indie all over, folks. Like it's you know, you it you're not getting uh, the highfalutin fancy pants, uh, like a $20 billion budget, you know, with a high highfalutin uh, Hollywood film. As far as overall look and feel, though, uh, this movie, I think, holds up with even some of the things that you see come out with Shudder. Yeah. As far as cinematography and all that stuff goes.
1: Yes, it is very well shot. The mm-hmm. lighting's great. Yeah. They've set up every shot with love and care. you yeah. can tell. And yeah, I would put it up against a lot of the higher-ranked Shutter films. Yeah, like as far as uh, visuals go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like this, this looks like a Shutter picture. You know, like it, it, they. Uh, I think that between Brittany and uh, David Watson, the mm-hmm. uh, uh, director of photography, um, they just do a phenomenal job. Like. They understand the project. They understand the assignment, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's nice to see because like you know we've reviewed several independent movies now um, on the show, especially through A to Z, and um, with
1: no thought put into it at yeah. all of what it's what it looks like, yeah. What it, does the shot look good or not? Right. You know. And with this particular film. Like, it's lighting. Yeah. Where the characters are in frame. Yeah. E- like, every detail you could think of mm-hmm. has been thought out.
0: Yeah. And so, to dig in a little bit deeper uh, into overall atmosphere, you know, for for this film, you know, and, and deeper into set design and such. Of course, since it's a Halloween movie, mm-hmm. uh, there is, uh, in no short supply, uh, Halloween decor. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with the house that has all the jack-o'-lanterns and the skeletons and stuff.
1: Yes. um, I mean, right from the gate. Yeah. You see all these houses with just like tons of Halloween decoration. Yeah. And there is one particular house that gets shown multiple times Mm -hmm. that is just covered in the jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. And there's one particular scene in the film where a particular character gets off yeah and it's just so beautiful because yeah. they put like the blues in there with all the jack-o'-lanterns lit up and yeah. it it just looks like a classic like halloween like greeting card or something yeah. you know yeah
0: it it i would even put it up there with like some of your uh your big splash pages from Tales from the Crypt, you know, mm-hmm. the, like, the comic and stuff. Yeah, you know where it's just, um, or even there's a couple of shots, like for instance, um, I would say the climax of the film, uh-huh. where the way that the lighting is and the way that the everything is, it it, it kind of throws me back to some of the scenes in like Creepshow. Yes, yeah, where you just have this like it's just character and color yeah and i that's one of the things i absolutely love about creep show you know it's like <laughs> we almost have this this pulp comic kind uh-huh. of like feel from it and i know that that's not maybe a hundred percent what bernie is going for because you know we were fortunate enough to see this uh opening night um uh-huh. at alamo uh draft house in springfield missouri uh, great place check it out not a sponsor <laughs> and get yeah. to talk yeah not yet yeah uh but we've gotten to talk we, we were fortunate enough to talk to some of the uh the cast and britney and david after the fact about you know the movie you know britney did of course a q a Q&A with the audience and then we all kind of you know gathered uh in the uh, the back lot of the alamo the little bar cool bar area <laughs> and just got to you know talk to especially david you know about setting up the shot and and some of the clever aspects of it like no secret to the film because it's in the trailer uh (laughs) that there's a corn maze yes and i love uh, how they lit the shots for the corn maze which would be such a challenging i mean there's a lot of things to overcome there because Mm -hmm. you got you have to light it You have to have some harsh lighting to see what the fuck you're doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, they already have kind of their their regular kind of stadium lighting out there. Yeah. But the corn maze itself, yeah. because, folks, we've actually been to this corn yes. maze that they filmed at. Yeah. It is dark as heck. Yes. In the actual corn maze. Yeah. Like, you cannot see one way or another. And they were... We kind of talked about that how it was a little bit of a challenge, Mm -hmm. and that's why they had like all these like little party lights and stuff like that just to get it yeah well bright enough.
0: It was clever, you like having the little like light orb, yeah, um, you know, just having that. You obviously was being used to give the atmosphere, but it was and you see them on camera, Mm -hmm. but it's just like it didn't stick out it wasn't like how other films where you you know you see the lights and you go well what the fuck you know uh, yeah
1: no it made sense for the scene
0: exactly and and so there was a lot of that kind of stuff where it's just like i'm sure the average viewer probably wouldn't Mm. pay any attention to it but because you know we we know a little bit about that stuff uh (laughs) it was just like uh, oh my god that's such a practical way to get around Mm -hmm. You know the challenges of filming outside, and and you know, and also trying to have an active action sequence. Yeah, you know, and not having to tear down and re-put up your light and all (laughs) that. Like it's it was clever. It's very clever.
1: Yeah, and just just the coloration Mm -hmm. in general of the whole film. Yes, because you know, of course, during the day. I think that they picked some very good times to shoot the scenes that they did during the day because the lighting just looks great. You can see every detail and it looks warm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not washed out.
1: Yeah. And then at night, most of the scenes are like really colorful Mm -hmm. and they're like contrasting colors and stuff like that. So I always appreciate that aspect in films is basically thinking of your color palette.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Considering taking into consideration that stuff, which of course, you know, again, when we were fortunate enough to talk to um, David and stuff, he was, you know, very happy that, <laughs> you know, cause I, I imagine like getting to talk to people, you know, talking to folks after working on a project, they're going to be like, Oh, I like the part where the killer did blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> you know, getting folks to go, Hey, um, the scenes when you guys Filmed uh, dialogue inside uh the vehicles. Yeah. You know, first of all lighting inside a vehicle, pain in the ass, I'm sure. Um, but then also uh sound yeah. is a challenge. And and we've notated that before with a few movies where every angle has a different quality of sound <laughs> and you yeah. see that especially in independent movies and they don't have that in this <laughs> like it's right. it's perfect it's just it's very you can hear everybody and and yeah. the background like the, the 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 room noise isn't overpowering it's mixed very mm-hmm. well and yeah as far as sound goes it's just it's really it's really crisp um there's mm-hmm. not really a whole lot of times where i go geez i need Uh, subtitles you know with these super expensive hollywood films i have to have subtitles
1: yeah because either the music's like way too overpowering or they didn't quite get a good enough uh shot yeah with the the good enough sound so they're just like yeah this is the best one we got folks yeah and i meant
0: (laughs) to ask britney if there was much in the way of um you know after like like adr or whatever like you know recording mm,
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah going, overdub
0: yeah if there was any dubbing uh, that was necessary but if uh, they
1: did like you can't even tell
0: yeah yeah it's not like a trauma film <laughs> yeah where <laughs> they, yeah.
1: they're speaking a different language almost <laughs> practically yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um and, and that's but again like you know that's something to be very proud of. And I know they've already won some awards for. Yeah. Um, because, and, and using trauma, I think, as an example here, is here you have some pretty successful, it's a huge independent studio that, that you know, still pumps out stuff. And even in their newest movie, there's audio issues. Right. And so, again, like, you know, just to have a local film with a, you know, relatively small budget, be able to accomplish more than than well established fifty year old <laughs> studios. Yeah. Is is something to hang a hat on.
1: Very impressive.
0: You know, you know I sure. totally understand why um this movie is winning I mean just sweeping it. Mm-hmm. Like just I mean just tearing it up.
1: Uh. Um well since we're talking about the sound of uh Happy Halloween, I do want to point out that this movie absolutely has a perfect synth soundtrack. Yes. Throughout the entire thing. Like yeah. it starts with a heavy synth yeah. that just puts you right in the mood yeah. of ooh, it's spooky fall Halloween time. This is great. And then like they have the perfect matchup of synth. Music playing for each, like kill yeah. or like scene where the killer might be stalking the yeah. victim and what have you. So,
0: you know, this is Carpenter-esque. You know, yes. like this is we're setting up some great scenes and also not strictly like. To to kind of make a little different from Carpenter, especially early Carpenter stuff, um, is not just strictly synth because we have some Mm -hmm. strings, we have some piano, we have like there's a good mix, and also like there's some good some good uses of I'm assuming local bands.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's probably someone we know.
0: Honestly, it probably is. (laughs) But uh, but like again, like the music choice, And, and that's another. That's one of those things where like a movie can be made or broken based off of its its overall score yeah you know and choosing the right tone uh instruments or what have you how complex you want the music to be can can really destroy if it, if you take away from what's happening the suspense can be ruined if you've got the wrong sound <laughs> yeah um, exactly or feature the wrong sounding band you know that was one of the things that we one of the props that we kind of gave to a few of the movies uh during this last a to z where it's just like you know the music was one of the shining aspects of those of those shorts, like uh, with uh, uh, volumes of blood, yeah, where they had a lot of really good like indie bands and whatnot. And I think that the, the few times that you hear kind of like an actual band playing in this movie, it it works with it, mm-hmm. um and it harkens back to you know early two thousand slashers and stuff. And I and when we know because of talking to Britney that you know Scream. Is a major, you know, player in in the inspiration for this film.
1: Yes. Um, It's funny because during the Q&A, that's actually what I was going to ask her. Yeah. And then somebody else asked it before me and I was like, ah, shoot. And then I was like, well, at least I get my question answered yeah that's right yeah (laughs) but yeah she uh did say that scream was a lot of influence in this and you can totally tell and that again is so fantastic to hear and know about when you watch this because you you see that somebody that loves slasher films especially like the early 90s stuff yeah made this
0: yeah and, it's a, and there's a couple of shots. Uh, one of the first times that you see the killer stalking mm-hmm. um, is like, it's like, ah, oh, damn, that's a, that's a carpenter shot. Yeah. Um, or but then there's a, you know, later on and stuff with the what we'll call the Scooby gang. <laughs> um you know team together and stuff where it's just like a this is a west craven shot this is a you know you can you can see it you can go oh yeah no this is this would make sense and like scream two or so, mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. i know i know this shot i know <laughs> this you know and that's great because it's perfect and you know but not not in such a heavy-handed way like um it's not shot replication no like, no, like it's because it's not Cause I don't think that Brittany pulled a, a a Lucas or a Tarantino where it's just like flat <laughs> f- out
1: frame for frame frame for frame yeah, homage, line. yeah
0: yes homage <laughs> not scene stealing uh, <laughs> but it's but you know but you can see the insp- like the hard inspiration there again like you know between uh her vision and and uh David's execution like as horror fans you can just go oh yeah I'm, I'm eating this up I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna
1: well, earlier you mentioned how we aren't going to be like, oh, I, I like the kills, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I will say, mm-hmm. if that is your thing when you're watching horror movies, this is this has some really good kills in it. Yes, yes. Uh, if you're one of those kill counter people, yeah. you will absolutely love this because there is plenty of gruesome scenes. Yeah. And... Still, kind of harking on sound design. Mm-hmm. The it sounds great. Yes. <laughs> um, whenever somebody's getting killed, because just the right noises and the yeah. right just gooiness is happening. Thank you for using
0: "gooey" because that's what the word was in my head the whole time. Yes, that there are some gooey kills. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, and but also like not overdoing it, not no. overdoing it with the no. gore. Not like because real <laughs> real kills are like anytime time that you nasty think nasty. Yeah, yeah well well and real kills don't usually be art it doesn't get as messy like um was it i can't remember if it was rick baker whoever it was uh I, maybe it was rick baker but uh or tom savini one of the two i believe was just like whatever if you're if you're going for realistic that's fine but what you're really wanting is basically if it call if you think that it's one gallon of blood is what you would see in real life, then make it like fifty gallons, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. to, like make it huge. And that's not like an exact no, quote, no, but uh, but it's it's but it's true. Uh, however, I think that if you look at um some of the like the Argento horror films and stuff like that, you don't get a whole lot of the gore. You get mm-hmm. just a little peak, a little. A yeah. little bit of blood goes a long way.
1: Yeah, and um, Happy Halloween does a really good job of that, where yeah. there's definitely, like, you see gore. Yeah. You see the gruesome scenes. Yeah. But it's not, like, obscene.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. In fact, it, this, this movie does have a couple of, like, one of my favorite kill scenes in it, where... There's one character that gets her head chopped off, yeah. and she's got, like, the jack-o'-lantern, like, carved into her face. Yeah. That whole entire scene is, first of all, beautifully shot. Yes. Everything's there that I love. Yeah. And then you get that cherry on top of yeah. getting to see that at the end. It just looks so cool. The makeup's great. Mwah. Yeah, And then later on in the film, there's another character that um, you see her body's like tied up and like all cut up and everything. And it's just, it's a very visceral
0: scene. Yes.
1: And anybody that loves horror will see that and be like, yes, yes, this is, this is perfect.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would say that the jack-o'-lantern kill and in the, in the final kill. Oh t- the
1: final fight. Oh yeah. yeah. Those
0: are my two those are my two favorite. That's uh, some
1: good special effects on yeah. that final kill. Yes. Yes. So- <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, um and because there's an aspect cuz it's not the first time in a movie that this style of kill has been done. Yeah. But you don't usually like they always leave out a little detail which is is you would see where this thing happens. You would see the weapon of choice poking out. out. (laughs) And they do it. And they do such a, and yeah, like, it's just like, I can feel it.
1: And the sound that is going on during it is so, uh, Uh,
0: and I love, (laughs) and at some point in time, we'll have to actually get um, Brittany on the show to talk about the actual, like talk about these things. But I do love learning about, uh, the making of that scene and that how blood was supposed to happen. And ultimately um, it didn't happen the way they expected. And I feel so, so sorry for Emma who, Mm -hmm. uh, who plays um, the main uh, character uh, Hadley, you know, because there's, there's a couple of moments in that movie where it's just like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you that probably sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably very cold. And, oh, yeah. And, you know. yeah.
1: They, they said it was very cold. Like, but,
0: but that's the story you hear from like, now we've gotten to talk, especially with a few folk, local folks uh, with films uh, is uh, that's the thing you always hear is, uh, is, you know, not so much all oh, the prosthetics took so long, or, oh, we had to stand around for blah, 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 or how many times even a shot took. Mm-hmm. It's a it was cold. I was so cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and that's one of those things that I think a lot of people don't understand about you know filmmaking is um, sometimes the costume that you're wearing does not match up to the season mm-hmm. that is actually going on, or in this case did actually match up but but you know like there's um there's a lot of that stuff that you don't think about and and just yeah um again we can't get i don't want to get too much into the detail about specifics of those scenes but but yeah it's it's so those are great kills um again it was it was great great attention to detail and also it's a it's it's a carnival ride you know it's it's a it's a good It's a popcorn film, you know, it
1: it is it is because every time you're like, "Okay, I can I can kind of rest now. Uh, We're getting some more story. Something else crazy happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also like there's not too many like take your breath moments. Yeah. I would I would say that there's probably two or three scenes that are, you know, considering considering everything else slow. Right, but not unnecessary. We were, and, yeah,
1: everything is necessary to the story. Yeah. and and makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. know. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, you know, definitely without going to, into super duper detail about anything. <laughs> but yeah, like it was a, it was a pleasure um, revisiting the movie mm-hmm. and watching again because I was just like I wasn't sure how well we were going to remember it, which is as it turns out, I had the whole movie memorized yeah like,
1: it's really weird going back and watching it and going oh wait i actually do remember this yeah, a lot better um, which means that it's a good film if i remembered that much of it that
0: is true because there's <laughs> there's been quite a few films uh that we've had to watch multiple times to yes, review
1: because it was either a chore or two much like oh my god how yeah. are we supposed to keep up with everything yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah like um as uh, so we can go into detail as far as like cast and crew, you know, casting and characters and whatnot. Yeah. And um, and so I think it's a tight, a tight cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters there's not too many characters uh, yeah. to remember.
1: Yeah, it's easy to keep up with because we do mostly um focus in on Hadley, the main character, because yeah. uh, it is mostly her story. Yeah. she's the one with the the incident that happened yeah. and had to leave yeah. and, you know, had come back and But it's cool that all of her friends are, you know, that worried about her and stuff and seem to care enough about her that when she comes back they're instantly just like no nope, no time had passed, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I do want to commend the actors, though, because I do think that everybody's uh, chemistry worked, like, they worked very well together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were fantastic. You know, uh, I think that, yeah, chemistry-wise, definitely hit the, hit the nail on the head because, mm-hmm. like, Emma's chemistry with Graham was believable. Yeah. and
1: Usually I would kind of be like, uh, this is weird that they're already kind of... You know, trying to be a couple, but for yeah. some reason, the way that they did it, it made it work.
0: Yeah, well, and uh, another aspect—I mean, as far as like acting and, and stuff goes, everybody does a fan. I think do a really good job at you know portraying their characters. Mm-hmm. You know, because like your main, your main crew is Hadley Kagan, who's you know played by Graham uh, G- Graham Weldon, Peyton, who is Hadley's friend, uh, Peyton's boyfriend, Adam. Uh, and then Daisy, who's uh, who's the you know the cut up of the group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it's just yeah. It, I, I I don't know like they it's the dynamic their social dynamic is is it makes sense and mm-hmm. is fun.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, Hadley is a really good final girl. Yeah, I mean she, all of her reactions are normal yes. to what is going on i think yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i just i want to really emma's performance uh, as hadley i really loved because of the fact that there's a lot of micro emotions mm-hmm. like yeah. she you can see you know the development of of like sorrow and and or, or or guilt and all this stuff like you can see like she's got hell of a range Yeah, yeah. Because there's some really good, I think, honest looking scenes where she's crying and stuff where it's just like that's it's not like it doesn't look like acting crying. It looks like real like, oh, man, you. You're going through something.
1: And her screaming, like, when she's in the corn maze and yeah, stuff. great like, scream. Sounds real.
0: Phenomenal scream, yeah. Um, like, yeah.
1: I honestly think that she could go on to other, like, horror projects. I think that she would be fantastic in... A lot of harsh stuff
0: yeah i flat out i think that emma has a bright future um could be one of the next uh generations of scream queens Mm -hmm. um because of fact because there's there's a lot of similarities um i think between her performance and looking back at jamie lee curtis as laurie strode Mm -hmm. where there was one particular scene she made a strode face. She 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 made a she made a Laurie face. Uh, I, even if I can remember particularly the scene, I can't. I couldn't fucking tell you because we're not supposed to. You know, we, we shouldn't. But but there was this moment that I was just like, oh fuck, that's 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 a Laurie strode face. That's a this is your holy crap. Like we're we're seeing the beginning of somebody that's going to have and and not just horror but you know yeah. if she were to get into other movies and stuff you know other genres i think would do a phenomenal job yeah. um and that's not to discount the uh, the acting from the other members because i think the the actress that plays uh, Peyton Aline i think she does a great job too mm-hmm. um you know uh, i i wish we could have gotten a little bit more time with with Adam and uh, and even with uh Daisy like
1: yeah, you don't really get to see a whole lot from those characters, yeah. but I do. I I enjoy what I saw.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, freaking Daisy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, there there's uh, the one of the scenes at the school was real. Like seeing him goofing around and stuff was really fun. Like you know, it, it's just there. There's a lot of moments where I'm like, ah, this you know, he kind of reminds me of a uh, young Shia LaBeouf.
1: Okay, okay like I
0: like i get a little that. bit of Evan yeah. stevens vibe off of them like, yeah <laughs> you know it's just uh you know like where it's just like all right yeah you got um or um what's the name of the kid that's in uh clerks uh three that's dating uh kevin smith's daughter uh i can't remember his name but he reminds oh, me kind of, he reminds yeah, me of him a lot kid. too oh yeah you know which uh which i mean like love that kid so so yeah you know, this i think he's got a bright future like i think everybody's got a lot of uh skill and not just the the people uh playing the kids i absolutely love the actor that plays the sheriff
1: mm-hmm. yeah i kept i kept calling that character uh uncle sheriff
0: uncle sheriff uh, yeah I, I wrote down officer briggs but it'd be sheriff briggs yeah but um but yeah mickey stone uh yeah he I, does really good i like he it's- does like i well, not the other uh, you know a grown-ups uh <laughs> like they do like, i think everybody does a fine job like you know cause mm-hmm. I, I like the the actress that plays hadley's mom uh i think mm-hmm. does a fine like you get that caring mother i know you're going through some shit but i'm also going through some shit yeah kind of. and
1: i'm mostly worried about you yeah and yeah. not
0: in an overbearing like because the problem with a lot of these slasher films and the interaction between the kids and the parents is the parents are usually like overbearing or impossible or even like how they're approaching stuff doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and i i think what i like about hadley's mom is the fact that she is protective but she's not overbearing she never like flips out on her for no apparent reason
1: yeah she uh realizes that hadley is a teenager yes and um she is going to do teenager things but I also need to make sure that I'm protective from yes. a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, because and st- she's
1: been through some stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> um, yeah. She's just the right. She's just. You know, we got a Goldilocks situation. She's yeah. not overbearing, but she's not like careless. Like some. She's not like the parents in Hocus Pocus that just don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like she's not mommy dearest either. Like she's she's right there in the middle. Yeah, and um and. Uh, just I get you get a lot of warm emotion from her. You mm-hmm. you believe that she cares about her daughter. Like you know, I think there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, yeah. So I, I think everybody that was cast, um, in their roles made sense yeah. to their characters.
1: Yep, definitely good on whoever whoever did ultimately do the casting. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I know a lot of independent projects. Sometimes it's up in the air who's doing the casting. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah I, I didn't take time to read the the credits for every every job, but I just want to say that everybody, like whoever was, whoever it was, um, good job. Uh, because I don't want to just read the credits on this episode, but uh, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of really good um, good choices just all around. And again, like um, you see that already in some of the indie circuit, where I know that they've won. Like film festivals, I think the first one they sent they they submitted to or whatever, um, they won, uh, got best actress, like the cinematography, the soundtrack, like Dang. So it, it was, it was I, I think it was it was also best picture, like it was, Ooh. yeah, no, they knocked it out, That's which I'm awesome. just like, damn, like. It they deserve it. Um, I give them a Podcast Agoria award. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, we need to do that. We need to have a medal that right? we just send randomly. To <laughs> That'd us. be
0: so funny if, like, we, we mailed out
1: oh my god, and then we mailed out the worst one to Zombie Wars.
0: <laughs> Those poor people, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but anyway, god, I don't know how much more I can gush over this, and I and I, and I, don't, I don't want to sound like we're head over heels for this just because of the fact that it's somebody that uh, likes our show. Um, and just because it's a, a local film, mm-hmm. like I just, I really, you have to see it to believe it folks. And I think, you can, yep. and I think even through promotional pictures, um, the uh, and trailer, uh, you can see it, you could hear it mm-hmm. because again, the the trailers are well mixed, which you don't get that a lot in independent films.
1: We just really want to, Make sure that we support our local arts. Of course. Especially when we see that there is definitely a spark there. Yeah. Because if there isn't any support there, then we don't get to see any more (laughs) projects from (laughs) these people. Yeah. And you know, uh, I mean, I'm just saying this movie could have a sequel.
0: Yes, um, yeah.
1: I'm just saying, you as a hint, you might need to watch till the end of the credits. Yeah, they mar- they might marvel you. They I might you might get marvelled.
0: Uh, well, uh, and another thing that's kind of fun uh, about the credits is they do some behind the scenes stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what um, makes it worth it. Yeah, to watch the credits for sure, and you get some cool shots of you know. All the actors
0: and whatnot that were in it. I love the you get to see side by side. They show the shot that's being filmed Mm
1: -hmm.
0: versus what's actually on camera. Yeah, and 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 again, like which a lot of it's the the core maze, and it's just like they did like it trans like like it it shows up on screen so good compared to what the actual whatever it looks like to the naked eye on set would be like a,
1: yeah,
0: I'd be sweating my ass off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of harsh lighting and stuff you can see from, from, you know, like an iPhone's camera mm-hmm. you know, versus what they actually use. And, uh, and so it looks so good. It's so it's, it, you know, it's night and day as far as like, and that, that just goes to show you also, if you have the right equipment, it doesn't have to be a two hundred million dollar picture. It can be mm-hmm. it can be, you know, it could be a small budget and still look phenomenal. And yeah, mm-hmm. their equipment was top notch uh for this film.
1: i I just cannot gush enough how yeah. good this freaking movie looks.
0: The poster's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be like that's that's like the best part about this movie, but honestly, just the visuals alone yeah. is what's worth it for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um since we can't go too much into uh detail for filming your plot and stuff, um you know, unfortunately that means that this gets to be a short episode.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. I can bring up something about the plot that I absolutely love. Okay. And it's the drive of the town and why okay. it is such a big deal that Halloween is here. Yes. And why everybody's so buku like crazy over yeah. halloween is because the town was founded on halloween yes yeah and i don't know why but that is just so like classic like teenage horror movie yeah. like reason for anything to be happening yes and another thing that me and james just love to point out um, mm-hmm. from other horror movies yes is There's a dance going on. Yeah. And it's around Halloween. And guess what? They're trying to shut down that dance. And the mayor's like, no, we are not shutting down that dance. Yeah. It's another hack a lantern situation. It's another Jaws situation. Yeah. It's
0: another Slugs. (laughs) Yeah. We we love that. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's so. um, I didn't think that that would be a theme. That yeah. I would be looking out for, yeah. But um, this movie now sits amongst giants, yes. <laughs> with the with a plot like with with that little, it's a tiny plot point, but it's one of those things where it's just like I can't get enough of seeing it in a movie.
1: And now to me, I'm just like, well, this movie is in the slugs ha- and Hack a Lantern universe
0: <laughs> now. Okay, well, could okay, so could it could it be that the town? It, this is a. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's just years later, years later, le- years later after the slug incident and and, after and the, the cult,
1: the cult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And it's, the, and it's the sister city of mm. uh, of, uh, of the one that has jaw, jo- <laughs> has yeah, the shark. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's. There's so much to enjoy about it, and again, I, I cannot wait. As soon as we find out, and it's the same with Aldrich USA, like um, as soon as we find out uh, when, where, or how it's going to be available to the masses, we will definitely share that on our socials and stuff, because yes. I cannot wait to show it. I've been telling friends and co-workers about this movie, and, yeah, like, and then again, I can't wait to see what everybody attached to. Does in the, in the future because um, there's a lot of bright talent and a lot of um, a lot of just great stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. If you love a good old slasher film, yeah, this is this is for you. Absolutely, it's yeah. my ultimate review <laughs> yes, for this it. film. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because it's a it's a love letter to the genre.
1: Yes, because uh, there is just, and we've touched on this before, of course. How there's just so many slashers out there that just they're just doing it to, like, show people getting killed. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Like, there's no no substance to them. This one has a lot of heart.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it has a lot of twists. Yes. And turns. Yeah. And I just think it's a fun journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Watching it a second time, um, I was like, oh, yeah, this is. It's like It was like uh, visiting an old friend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's about all I think we can really do to talk about this movie. Again, I just want to tip my hat, uh, tip the Podcast Magoria hat to Brittany Greer, writer and director, uh, David Watson, uh, director of photography, and the, the cast and the crew, everybody that was attached to this. You guys did a phenomenal job uh from the bottom of our our dark and evil hearts Uh, (laughs) you know uh just great job
1: and we wish the best for you in the circuits
0: yes 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 i i imagine there's gonna be a lot of uh happy viewers at all the festivals yes (laughs) all right folks that brings us to the end this episode of podcast magoria our next episode ah Unfortunately we're gonna be a little too late for Valentine's Day. But we got inspiration.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> From our recent bouts of uh sickness. Yes. Because we sure have been through the ringer yes. so yes. far this we, year. We've
0: caught every every flu uh I think strain that was available. <laughs> uh so um through a feverish inspiration, uh we decided that hey, we haven't talked about uh, a horror genre mm-hmm.
1: in a little while.
0: So, why not? Because we've been so sick bleh. and ill, bleh, <laughs> um, why not talk about that part of horror? That part of horror being sickness and illnesses. <laughs> viruses, viruses. Ah. and not just the uh, the, the zombie stuff yes. but, but all, the, you know, all the other you know weird and horrible things uh, so uh, tune in next time for whatever that episode is going to be called because I don't know how to name it yet <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, so until next time you've only got so many days until the next Halloween so be sure that you have plenty of costumes chosen dear listeners Which will be the best? I don't know. A t shirt that says this is my Halloween costume doesn't count. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but be sure that you are watching over your shoulder for any strangers in town or any killers lurking in the shadows. Don't trust. All those decorations, because sometimes it might be more than meets the eye. And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Squee,
1: squee, squee.
0: Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James. Starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis. Produced by Taryn Westville, With music by James Davis like what you heard subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to follow on facebook instagram and twitter for posts related to podcast magoria productions and as always stay spooky